welcome to the Focal Tangent Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Amlani, and in my years of business and entrepreneurship, I've learned a thing or two. I'm a brand strategist and photographer. I love a great brand and capturing businesses in action. However, what has always stuck with me is the uniqueness in every story and brand. This is a show all about connecting the power of storytelling mindset and brand strategy to bring to light the abundance of possibilities for creating the business of your dreams. Join me each week as I bring you impactful conversations with thought leaders in all areas of business branding and personal growth and be inspired by the unique stories of experience and grit that led to success they never thought possible. So let's dive into this week's conversation. Hello friends, I'm so excited to speak to our guest Chernell about creating energy and really making habits stick in life and business. This month is all about self-love and beating the winter blues and really gathering up that energy. I'm so excited to have Chernell here to energize us. Welcome Chernell. Hello, thank you very much. <laughs> So I'm going to start off just giving a little introduction. So Chernell is a mom of three beautiful girls. She's a certified health coach, a Ritz-Carlton award-winning registered massage therapist and personal trainer. She is your vitality coach. Her focus is making moms feel amazing in their body by helping them discover vibrant energy, helping moms decrease pain and stress and nourish their unique mind and body so that they can live a confident and limitless life. She believes health and wellness is not about quick fixes or deprivation, but small habits in progress over perfection every damn day. Yeah. Her clients, <laughs> I love that. Her clients lose weight, but most importantly, they learn strategies for real long-term success in health, business, and life. Yes, Woo-hoo. absolutely. It's so funny when you, you hear your own bio. (laughs) It's like, yeah, that's me. Like, yeah, damn, right? (laughs) So I would love to start off by diving into your story and how you started your business. What inspired you to be where you are today in your business? Yeah, I always knew I wanted to be a coach or in healthcare, kind of helping people. I started as a massage therapist first. It's been like almost 15 years now. And after that, I became a trainer. And then I was always studying self-help and nutrition and amalgamating everything together over time. So I was like, I always say I was a coach before I knew I was a coach. I've helped people in my life. I've helped coworkers, even some coworkers open their own businesses or start out on their own. And they've always been, I was part of the process. After I had my first child, I felt a huge shift. I think all moms do kind of the first child and like the significance of what I'm doing every day and what I'm doing in my life and the type of life you want to live. And that's where I bumped up with the struggle of kind of weight and energy because I'd grown up in a super active family. I'd always been active and pretty health conscious. And then after first child, kind of your body shifts, your energy changes, your priorities Mm -hmm. change. So then I was like, you know what? I really want to do something to help other women who've gone through what I have gone through, who've experienced, we've all experienced the sleep deprivation, the cravings, the mood swings, 
and recognizing that there are tools we can use to help that. And then after my second daughter was when I was like, okay, I need to make this like a program. I need to get my act together and put it all in a way that I can deliver it to somebody else and really get them results. So after my second daughter was when I really geared down and got everything in order for the packages that I offer my clients today. That's amazing. One of the things that I wanted to point out is that Chernell's business color or branding color is purple. Purple. (laughs) I think everybody knows I love purple at this point. (laughs) So color is so powerful and it can really have a lot of meaning in brand presence and making it really something that people would remember when they see that color. Why do you love purple? Tell me about the significance of it. Purple is, it was almost innate to me to love purple. Like I always have The moment I thought of my business, it was to me, it was like purple and teal, purple and green. So it was life, but it was also this vibrant color of energy. And I know purple is Mm. kind of like luxury and power and royalty, but it's also really a signature of like creativity and peace. And I kind of wanted to bring all of those things together. So like when I see purple, it makes me happy. (laughs) And that's part of it. And I love it. I just love it so much. So it's the center of the brand for sure. And moving forward, I'd love to play with other colors. But right now, I love purple so much. And I think it really fits the energy and the vibrancy of of the brand that I'm creating. It's just it's such a dynamic color. I love it. Yeah, for sure. Just so that everyone can have an idea of how much she loves purple. She's wearing purple right now as we're doing this interview. (laughs) It's like, what do I wear? So I feel awesome. Bam. (laughs) Purple. (laughs) It has to be bright. It's purple, it's teal, or it's like even coral. I love that touch of coral as well. Oh, and that's actually a really nice color palette together. Those colors that you mentioned. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so I want to dive into your zone of genius and why we're here today. And that's really all about how to create energy and making the habits stick. So what are your recommendations for our audience on how to get started with that? Beautiful. So when it comes to energy, I feel like we always say we want more, but there's never really been like a clear road to how do you get more energy? Because even if you break it down back to like high school science, right? Energy is not like created or destroyed. It's always there. It just changes form. So it's really Mm. using our surroundings, using our body, our mind to create that energy. Really paying attention to your body is the center of creating that energy, making sure you're drinking enough water. Hydration is so important. That's just for overall body function, but even brain health. So you can think more clear increasing protein and fiber. Those are huge. Just so you're fueling your body, right? You're feeling Mm -hmm. fuller longer. You're not having those energy crashes and those energy dips that leave you feeling foggy and irritable and mood swings. So really paying attention to that kind of hunger and fullness scale is so important. Sleep is huge, especially as moms, Mm. we know. Yes. The first like year is kind of a free for all. But once you can get into a routine, getting consistent sleep is going to help your energy. It's probably one of the largest things we can do that will affect our health in a positive way is to get consistent sleep. Yeah, sleep really affects me. Absolutely. There's going to be a few late nights and a few early mornings. But when you can consistently get the hours you need, whether that's six and a half for you or seven and a half for you or nine for you, figuring out that number and trying to stick to it is going to ensure that your hormones are in check 
and your energy is consistent through the day. On that topic about sleep, does it vary between people on how much sleep that they need? Like, you know how they say like, oh, you should try to get at least eight hours of sleep. Are there people who can actually be okay with less? Yes. Yeah, there absolutely is. Or there are, I should say. Everybody is a little bit different. The average sleep cycle is about 90 minutes. So okay. That's why sometimes you can get more sleep and actually feel worse. You might actually wake up like in the middle of that sleep cycle. So some people are like seven and a half on the dot. They feel great. Some people are like zombies unless they get nine hours. And some people are like, I feel great at six, like six hours is my thing. So it comes to playing with the numbers a little bit to find what really works for you. Once you find that sweet spot and you know it, then it's your job to make it consistent. Okay, great. One of the other things I really emphasize is passion in your day. Having something that really sparks joy and passion in your life, in your week, in your day, whether it's a hobby you used to do, whether it's part of your job, your work, your occupation, but really finding that way to let out that creativity and that exploration and that joy, really finding those things, injecting passion into your everyday life, that is going to give you energy because you know there were times when you were super tired, you didn't get enough sleep, you didn't eat right. But if there was something exciting in your day, you you could get through, like you just had the energy for it. So that is also something that's really important. I find for people to not just get lost in the day to day, but have something to look forward to. Have something that even if it's little, like a tiny thing you can do that really sparks joy. Could that be, for example, I look forward to doing my yoga or having time to myself or even doing like sometimes when I'm feeling like low, I find even doing like a face mask, you know, those like beauty masks, sometimes those clay masks on my face can really be uplifting. Is that an example? Absolutely. Yeah. Something that kind of lifts your spirits. You can look forward to, you feel like you're taking care of yourself. You're nourishing your body in a different way, right? So it could be like that, taking care of yourself, self-care rituals you can pull on when you're feeling low. It could be you are great at puzzles or you like to paint or sing or dance. All those ways that you can add that kind of vibrancy and zest and fun to your day and to your life. So important for energy. And what are some tips for making these habits stick? I find sometimes I'll be like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do it. But then I start forgetting or not keeping up with it. And then I'm like hard on myself a little bit. Right. right? Yeah. So one thing I... I want people to really absorb the fact is that motivation fades. So there's a kind of a tipping point where you're like fired up and you're motivated. And I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. Two weeks later, when it's not your usual routine, it becomes hard to do. You might forget. And when the motivation fades, you have to lean on real true habit change to get you through. Having small steps that you can take every day. So making them bite-sized mini goals to achieve the big goal is so important. Removing the barriers. I often have my clients look internally at their environment, but also externally at their environment to see how they can make these habits easier to do, right? Making them enjoyable, not just the end goal, but also the process, right? If you hate it every single day, you're not going to stay committed to it. So you need to find a way to make it work for you. Having ways to track it is so important. How many workouts you've done, 
or how many calls that you've made to clients, having a way to track it. A visual tracker is so is so good for you. It's like a boost of endorphins. You get to put that check mark or that gold star. I've even had like a jar on my desk and like whenever I do the thing, I put like something in it, like a visual. Oh, that's really creative. Right? I like, love that. A visual yeah. representation of getting it done. It's a great boost of kind of your own internal kind of keys to motivation. Setting up accountability is probably one of the most important things you could do. Making sure you have either a friend, a mentor, a coach, someone that could be doing it with you or could just be checking in and being like, hey, girl, did you get it done? <laughs> did you yeah. keep your promise? Right. And then being realistic and not being realistic as downplaying it. Like your goal could be a big audacious goal, but making sure you're being realistic about the time commitment, mm. not saying like as a busy mom, I'm a busy mom with three kids. I'm going to work out 90 minutes every day. That's right. like probably not going to happen all the time. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then you'd feel bad and you'd feel guilty and then you'd probably stop and it starts this crazy cycle. So maybe saying, you know what, I'm going to do 20 minutes every day. That's going to be my commitment. Or I'm right. going to do one hour, three days a week. That's the commitment. And knowing that it's going to take time to get to and from if you're going someplace, knowing that it's going to take time to get the kids settled away or just knowing the time commitment, being realistic about that time and what you can commit to, because consistency is the key. It's one of the biggest factors when it comes to really implementing a new goal, a new routine. And another way to make it easier is to layer it on top of another habit that you already do. Something that you already do every day, attach that to the new habit that you really want to focus on. So you want to read more every day you walk on the treadmill. So you're going to read while you're walking on the treadmill, provided you don't fall. <laughs> <laughs> or you want, you know, you want to improve your movement. You want to move more during the day. Every day while you're brewing your coffee, you're going to do 10 push-ups and 10 squats. Like it could be that, it could be that simple. That's such a good idea. Yeah. You want to focus more on a positive mindset and gratitude. So when you're brushing your teeth, you are only going to say good things to yourself, good things about the day. You're going to go through your gratitude, what you're grateful for. You're going to talk about your list for what you're going to do today, but like only in a good, positive, uplifting way. Right. So layering that new habit on top of something you already do every day mm -hmm. is going to make it much easier to stick to. So those are some of like the key tips that I have for really getting focused on those habits and making them stick. So then they can become what you just do every day. It just becomes natural. And then you don't have to think about them as much. And then it mm -hmm. just becomes part of your lifestyle. Yeah, starting small is so key. There's there's actually a book called The Compound Effect. Yes. Oh, yes. That? Yeah, that's the one that Leanne Kim probably sent us, yes. right? Yes, yeah. I yeah. got it from her too. I love it. Yeah. And that book is one of the key messages in terms of making small shifts. And then it compounds into a bigger effect. Right. right. Like if you were to tell someone you were working out, I work out for 10 minutes every morning. They'd be like, that. that's not, that's not enough to make change. But when the 10 minutes leads to 20 or mm -hmm. the 10 minutes leads to you thinking clear and being more productive, and it can affect so many areas of your life. It's a ripple effect for sure. There's another book that I love um, called Tiny Habits. 
Ah. And Atomic Habits, those two, both of those books are really great when it comes to just playing around with the mindset of real habit change. I love those. Okay, so this is very inspiring because anything is possible. Sometimes it can be daunting to think of like, okay, another thing I want to change, but I feel like I'm not going to be able to make it stick. But the key message we're really trying to say here is that it is possible. Any sort of tiny shift makes a difference. Absolutely. It is. It's 100% possible for you to do almost anything. And that sounds crazy. I'm 5'2". I'm not going to be an NBA star, but... <laughs> well, you could. But you never know. I could. I could <laughs> if I got that jump, I, I really could. But if I really work on the mindset, if I really start to implement small changes, it's absolutely possible for you to go probably further than you've ever imagined. If you can imagine it, if you can think it, you can do it. It's totally within mm-hmm. reach. So Erin and I really believe in the pillars of like mindset, energy, and business to be connected. For example, if you're in the right mindset, it'll relate to more energy, which shows up and vibrates through your business. Like, what are your thoughts on that? I absolutely think they're connected 100%. If you are feeling your greatest, if you're showing up and you're feeling confident, you have the energy to show up in your life as that version A of yourself. And what is that person going to say? What are they going to do? What what opportunities are they going to seek out and grab as opposed to really feeling down, feeling like you're not doing enough or feeling unclear or cloudy, feeling unclear? Yeah. Like not having that focus, that brain fog, the hesitation, the doubt, Having your energy be on point, having that clarity can improve your relationships and can improve your business and undoubtedly will improve your health long term for sure. And then one of the things is that it's really important to put like our body first and then business second, for example. But is that truly possible? Like I'm someone who can easily fall into being a workaholic. And I've gotten fallen into that trap many times and gotten burnt out. And it took me those iterations to kind of learn my lesson. But how can we prevent that from happening? So especially as female entrepreneurs, as moms, burnout is a real thing. (laughs) It's totally Mm -hmm. a real thing. We're trying to do all of the things all of the time. I think It's super important to let go of this perfection, this facade of even the facade of balance. I don't even like using that term anymore because that's also a crazy expectation. I'm supposed to be working my business, but full-time mom, I'm taking care of the house, but I'm also taking care of myself and spending an hour and a half on myself every day. I'm in all the meetings. It's just, it's not, it's not realistic. It's not attainable. And it leads us down a pretty destructive path if that's what we're aiming for. So I think it's not about balance. It's really about integrating the different parts of our life. And there's going to be a week or a month where you're going hard with your nutrition, or there's going to be a week or a month where the meetings are stacked and maybe you're staying up a little bit too late. But when you do make yourself a priority, you put it into your calendar as if it was a business meeting. So it might Mm. not be that I'm always taking a spa day or I'm always getting the right amount of exercise. But if it's in your schedule, you make it a priority, you know, you feel great after you do it. It might just be 10 minutes after each call. I'm going to do something for myself. Like after Mm -hmm. each call, right? Imagine you get off each call and you have 10 minutes scheduled in. 
that's just yours. So whether that's I'm grabbing a snack, I'm getting a water, I'm hitting the bathroom, I'm going to do some stretches, Stretch, jump up and down. Exactly. I'm going to stand up. I'm mm-hmm. going to move. I'm going to like pump the blood through my body. One of the Tony Robbins things is change your position to really change your focus, change your life, change your energy. So literally ah. changing your position, standing up and moving. So important. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that when you start to make yourself a priority, that doesn't mean everything else falls to the wayside. It actually yes. means that you're give, you're filling up your cup. So then everything else starts to actually improve as well. Okay. Imagine a mom with more patience. <laughs> like that's yeah. just, it's part of the process when you really look at yourself and be like, if I am not feeling my best, there is no way I can show up for anybody. That's so true. Like you can't really show up for your family or your business effectively. You're doing all the things. Right. You could probably be more productive, more creative and enjoy it more if you had more energy, if you made yourself a priority. So that's also Mm -hmm. a focus of my programs is like, what do you want? Let's make you the priority in the grand scheme of your life. Right. It's so important. And I think it absolutely is possible to make yourself a priority and still be like badass in your business and an awesome mom. I think we really hit the nail on the head and really pointing out that by focusing on yourself, you're not taking time away from your business. That was oftentimes my fear. I'm like, if I do this, then I'm not going to have time to finish this for my work. And I can't have that. But lesson learned, it does catch up to you and it's not worth it. Like the recovery time was far longer. So this is, this is great. You can be more effective, right? When you're going on all cylinders and One thing about your health is if you don't pay attention to it, it will get your attention in the way you don't want it to. Like you said, burnout takes even longer to come out of. Yeah. And then from your experience, do you have any lessons learned that you want to share that might be helpful for our audience? So some of the things that I think are really important is to I'm part science geek and part like woo woo lover. I love meditation and affirmations and gratitude, but there's also the science behind it of how it actually affects your body and your brain. So one of the things that I learned along my journey was to dive in and learn a little bit of everything. Don't write it off right away. I think having a moment of just silence and breathing and meditation is priceless, especially when you're super busy. There are things coming at you from every direction. You can't really have a moment. You're like, once you wake up, you hit the ground running until you're sleeping. I think breath work, breathing and just pausing during the day, it can reset your whole system. Doing that can help your digestion. It can help so many things. So something I've learned is to really pause. There are moments where I'm like, just breathe, bring it back down to basics, just breathe. So lesson learned is pay attention to some of the small things. Pay attention to what your body is telling you because it's not lying. We're just not listening. (laughs) That's amazing insight. It's so true, right? Your body, it's talking to you all the time. We just have to listen and really taking advantage of fresh air. So important. Going outside, moving your body, getting fresh air. Top tips for making you feel great. And when you don't do those things, you start to feel it. So I think Mm. that's part of why in the winter we feel down or sad because we're not like 
We're not like playing in the grass or touching the earth. We're not outside getting that sun as much. So really trying to find ways to get outside, try something new and really connect with the outdoors and nature, fresh air. Okay. I love that. Especially even during winter, getting some fresh air is still fresh air. Yeah, it still works. It still works. Right now we're doing the homeschool thing. And every day after homeschool, we go for a walk pretty much every day, even if it's just down the street, just to stretch our legs. My daughters are like, mom, can we go for a walk now? Like they're ready for it. They need it so much. And it helps so much with everything that's going on, just dealing with stress. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I find sometimes um, with my older one, sometimes if he wants to do something else, like play inside, he'll be like, I don't want to go. But when I actually do manage to get them out of the house, they love it. They just become a little bit more like alive. Yeah, absolutely. Like, exactly. You're like alive. You're connected to life and earth. It's so much better. Mm. It's so great. Okay. So thank you so much for being here today. So to end off, I wanted to ask you a quick question on final thoughts. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite book? Ooh, favorite book. I'm going to go with kind of an old favorite. I go back to it every year or two. It's the four agreements. Mm You could read it in a day, like it's so tiny, but it really kind of reinforces some of these key foundational pieces to live a really good life. So I keep going back to that. That's beautiful. I love that. I'll be sure to put the link to the book in the show notes as well so that we can all explore. And where can our listeners find you? And do you have any promos coming up in your business? Yes. So you can find me at my website, which was beautifully designed by Miss Natalie and Erin. I'll say that. <laughs> Vitalitymovement.com. So it's M-V-M-T. Vitality movement.com. You can have a look at all of the packages there and get a feel for who I am. Reach out to me on Instagram. That's probably where I'm most active. So that's at Mrs. Chernell on Instagram and send me a DM. We can always chat. Mm -hmm. And if anybody would like to really stay in touch every week or bi-weekly, I'm sending out a beautiful newsletter and you can join the newsletter at the website as well. So you can head on over there join the newsletter. You're going to get strategies and tips for just living a healthy life. And you can always book a call with me from there as well. Perfect. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so happy and I'm hoping that our listeners are feeling energized and ready just to make those really small changes that have a big impact. Yes, I love it. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining me this week on the Focal Tangent Podcast. If you love this episode, be sure to rate and review the podcast and hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss the next episode. Until next time, I am your host, Natalie Amlani. 